0: Well, hello again and welcome to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures Podcast. I'm Tom. As always, I'm with my gorgeous, wonderful, intelligent, (laughs) extremely (laughs) hardworking... Disney California Adventure Food and Wine Festival loving wife and co-host, Michelle.
1: (laughs) Thank you, sweetie. Hi, everybody.
0: So good to have you with us. We are recording this episode on Sunday, March 6th, 2022. Yes, I am back from uh, yes. the trip. We're, we're. This is. We, it's a new show. Not that the other
1: ones weren't new, right. but they
0: weren't like delayed by a couple of weeks.
1: Right. Right. And you know, it's we're back to a regular routine of <laughs> the Sunday. Well, I mean, I'm just saying of the Sunday recording. Right. So that's cool. <laughs> yes. Um.
0: This is gonna be a lot of fun today. I'm looking forward to talking about the stuff we're gonna deal with today. Right. Yeah. So yeah. It'll be good, and it's good to be home more than anything. I else. bet. Yeah. 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 So. And, be with my sweetheart here recording thank doing our, our annual or annual our weekly fun time that we have together doing this show i know it's the best it is it best. is the best so and anyway, it's the best that you joined us today thank you for joining us today in the future you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts however the very best place to find us is
1: on our own website Podcast.com. and while you're there if you haven't already, we'd invite you to sign up for our newsletter. We don't give that email address out. We just use it to give some info to you.
0: Nope, just a once a week newsletter that we get out. Uh, this week it was really tough for me to get it out because I've been out of the loop for a <laughs> week or so. Um, plus, I had some other stuff that I had to kind of catch up on. But got the newsletter out to you, and Good hope you're you. enjoying it. It's just another way to be involved in the Hyperion Adventures podcast world.
1: And you do a great job. No,
0: oh, thank you. I appreciate it. It's quirky. It's funky. It's a, it's the Hyperion <laughs> Adventures podcast newsletter Uh, also another great way to be in touch with us is through social media we have a lot of fun with a lot of you out there on social media we're on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast Facebook Instagram and Pinterest although I don't know how much we've been doing on Pinterest lately but we are still there at Hyperion Adventurers Podcast if you are on Facebook come on over and join us in our fun little Hyperion Adventurers Facebook group
1: yeah it is a great group and we appreciate everybody's positivity and sharing and, and that's fun and and I love your little subtle hint about Michelle get on that Pinterest part subtle I didn't (laughs) think it was subtle at all all right Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I know.
0: I, I get it. It's, it's tough for me to get things out on social media as well. On Pinterest, Pinterest. I mean, I could help on Pinterest, but I can't really help on Pinterest because I, know, I, I, know. I, I, I barely understand Pinterest. So <laughs> that's why it's all on your shoulder. So I get it. As I said, she's super hardworking. It's tough for her to get to everything that yeah. we do, but uh, I'm sure that you know when she gets the chance. To yeah,
1: and it's fun. And, and I, it, it, it's funny because it, you know I, I'm like my attention kind of goes in cycles so like for a while i'll be like really hot and heavy into being involved in twitter and and then i'll shift to facebook you know and may have ignored one or the other for you know days or whatever and so it's just getting back into that plus you
0: have Um, disney planning and stuff to do you have all your research that you do it's tough i mean you (laughs) along with your work that is really really hard and takes up a lot of your time every single week uh to get the stuff that you do for the show together i mean i I think you could be completely forgiven for not getting (laughs) to some of the social media from time to time so now, me, I have no excuse. You definitely <laughs> nah, do.
1: No. We both are, are busy. But thank you. <laughs>
0: uh, we are also on YouTube. If you want to find us there, do a quick uh, search for Hyperion Adventures Podcast. Hit subscribe. You'll know whenever we have a new video. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, please hit us up at our Gmail account, HyperionAdventuresPodcast at gmail.com.
1: We definitely love hearing from you. So if you feel like shouting out to us or whatever through email or asking us a question, whatever, or just saying hi, yeah. we love those emails too.
0: Topic suggestions, so, yeah. um, suggestions for our spreadsheet shop. I know uh, Scott in Minnesota sent us out an idea within the last couple of weeks that I'm, uh, Scott, I hear you and I'm thinking about trying to do something along that when we can find the time to get to work on that because it's a development thing, And but we're not going to give mm-hmm. it out yet, but there is something that may be in the works, and I appreciate the mm-hmm. idea, Scott. Thank you very much. So uh, speaking of that Spreadshirt shop, it's a great way to help support this show. We have lots of different logos, lots of different types of gear. Yes, shirts, of course, but hats, mm-hmm. mugs, water bottles, face masks, all sorts of stuff. If you want to find us there, just do a, go to Spreadshirt dot com and do a search for us. It's also on our our Linktree account that you can find a link directly to our shop. And again, we get a portion of everything that's purchased there and it's just a Uh, you get some great swag, and uh, it's a great help to us as a show.
1: Right, we really appreciate it.
0: Yes, we very much appreciate it. We had a couple new purchases this week within the shop, so thank you very much for that. Another great way is through our Patreon page. If you want to find us there, just go to patreon.com slash Hyperion Adventures Podcast. We have tiers starting as low as $2 per month. You get some swag out of it. we got some other stuff coming up as soon as next week, as a matter of Mm -hmm. fact. Uh, So, um, just if you want to be involved in that way, that's another great way to help support the show
1: yeah we really appreciate it and you know we love doing the show there are costs associated with it and so anything that uh people send our way is very much appreciated
0: very much appreciated thank you for everything that you do thank you for all your input and uh, yeah if you support us in one way or shape or form even just a review right. is a great way to support this definitely. show definitely yeah yeah so now we glad this is the time in the show where we'd like to try and get to the positives of the week that was. You know every week is a little tricky. This week is really weird with what's going on <laughs> in the world right, right. now. A um, lot of weirdness happening out there, a lot of negativity out there, but we always find that there's some sort of positivity to take out of each and every week and we like to share that on this show. We like to share our favorite things from the week and some of your favorite things from the week that was as well. And when we do this, we always start with Michelle because as I mentioned She does the best research. (laughs) She has the best list, as you'll find out in a little bit. Uh, She does definitely the best tips. uh, But she also usually has the best favorite thing from this week. So, Michelle, what was your favorite thing from this week?
1: Mine is an easy one. My favorite thing of this week is that you and Scott made it back here safe and sound. And we're all together again. And. That's awesome. Yeah. That
0: is my favorite thing also from this week was was getting back home and getting to see your smiling face Ah. after a week away, getting off the road. I was on the road for almost the entire week last week, heading from one coast to the other back and forth. And I uh, had a really nice trip with Scott back here, mm-hmm. uh, and it just worked out really, really well. But mostly getting a big hug from you, getting oh. to sit down with you, and having a nice evening again it was definitely my favorite thing from this week.
1: Aw, oh, thank you. Likewise, sweetie.
0: So, uh, and one other thing I want to mention just as a favorite thing from this week is we finally caught on Disney Plus Free Guy, the movie Free Guy, yeah. uh, which we really enjoyed. It wasn't like this great award-winning deep thinker right. of a movie, but it was a lot of fun. Yeah you know it was just kind of a, a goofy fun movie
1: yeah totally entertaining and you know had some some elements of suspense to it that you didn't really know which way it was going to go so yeah loved it
0: and as a, a person who likes video games I and mean, maybe not the you know first person shooters is like that was game was supposed to be kind of presenting right. i'm not that's not really my thing but i do like video games so i like a lot of the nods to many video games yeah, that are exactly. out there so it just was an enjoyable enjoyable movie uh we did also get a a favorite thing from this week from one of our Hyperion adventurers in our Hyperion adventurer Facebook group, and that was Tony, the Disney dad. Mm-hmm. He sent this out on Thursday. He said the best thing for me this week hasn't happened yet, but that but the surprise boys' trip to Galaxy's Edge starts tomorrow, so it actually has already happened. He right. sent it on Thursday. Friday was when the trip apparently started. We can't wait to see pictures from that, Tony. Please uh, be sure and post them on our Hyperion Adventurers Facebook group. Uh, Anyway, he went on to say, We told the boys about the trip on Sunday, and they were shocked. We will be eating and bowling at Splitsville in Disney Springs tomorrow. So that was Friday. Uh night. My son Stitch has been wanting to go bowling for a while, so why not start off the trip with it? So yeah. that's a lot of fun. So awesome. They're, it's gonna be their first trip, all of them to Galaxy's Edge. So that's gonna be very exciting because yeah. I know they're all big Star Wars right, fans. Right, right,
1: yeah. Um well deserved. Tony and his family are super special people. They do amazing things. Um and they really deserve all the best because yeah. they are um, people you want to be like. Yeah. So uh,
0: Tony, Sparrow, Stitch, the whole family. i yeah. um, so glad that you're having a good time. I assume you're having a good time out there at Disney. We can't wait to hear all
1: about right. your, your, yeah. your surprise trip. Yeah. And thank you for letting us share in your mm-hmm. excitement because we love that.
0: Right. So that's it for looking back at the week that was. Let's get into this week's show. We have lots of stuff for you this week, including if you love Disney Plus but are not crazy about the price of it. Well, we have some good news for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, If you have little ones at home that are big fans of Disney Junior, well, there's a Disneyland event coming in the near future that you're going to want to know about. And if you have a Disney cruise on the horizon, there's a key change to their COVID policy that you'll want to be aware of. We'll tell you about that as well. But enough about all that. Let's go ahead and get to our main topic of the week. Yes, our main topic this week, well, it just kicked off on Friday, Friday. as a matter of fact. That is the Disney California Adventure Food and Wine. Festival, the 2022 version. The mm-hmm. well, last time we really talked about this on the show was the 2020 version. <laughs> However, like a couple weeks after that one began,
1: something happened in the world that kind of cut that one off quickly. Oh, I know. It's crazy to think back of that. We first of all were able to experience a pre preview night for that one before the official opening, and yeah, then we were there for the soft opening. Right, right, yeah. yeah, and you know, got to taste a few things, but we know we were holding back some other dishes that we thought we'd be tasting again in the near future. We had a, still some of our tags left on our, <laughs> on our sip and savor pass. Right, yeah. yeah so,
0: <laughs> Yeah, uh, so it was a little bit uh, weird and then they haven't obviously had it again. Disneyland just reopened. They had some sort of little thing you know, that they held there even though Disneyland hadn't reopened at that point. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't the same. Uh, finally this year we're back. Food and Wine Festival is Thanks. back and uh, everybody knows about the the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival mm. and how popular that's become. And I'll tell you what, the, the while the Disneyland version isn't as big as that one, it is a pretty cool festival and something if you get a chance to get out to the West Coast or if you live out here on the West Coast, you'll definitely want to check out.
1: Def- yeah, definite.
0: just just definitely. Just like you were saying, definitely. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think um, one of the nice things on the West Coast version is because you know, California is wine country USA, that they really do, uh, tap into that resource, into some of their programs and, you know, the, the whole kind of influence of the food and wine, uh, festival here. Plus West coast is getting bigger and bigger with, um, microbreweries and that's also included in this. So I, I think there's a lot of great elements in the West coast that they can put into this program to make this festival really special. Yeah,
0: it's always one of our favorite times of year and we always look forward to it. It's it's so much fun and definitely a reason to get out to Disney California Adventure Park among the many reasons mm-hmm. but uh, we really love this per se. By the way, mention, I meant to mention this when we were talking about what today's date was when we were recording this episode early on but how I mentioned that we visited and then it shut down for the pandemic. Today is also the date of the we sailed away from New Orleans mm-hmm. on our Panama Canal cruise where everything Coolness. went crazy. <laughs> the
1: world entirely changed while we were in the middle of right. that two week cruise yeah so. yeah uh, yeah it's amazing that within two weeks things change so dramatically right um, if you haven't heard that episode go back
0: and listen to it uh from a couple of years ago well, as soon as we got off the ship we talked all about right. our experiences and it was something but anyway i i digress i just wanted to bring that up before i forgot that we um that this wasn't a, a kind of a special anniversary right. date for us so uh moving back to our main topic uh so Uh, There are a lot of different places where you can get the various dishes from the Food and Wine Festival. There's all sorts of events. There's wine tastings, Mm -hmm. beer tastings. There's winemaker dinners, all sorts of things going on. We've talked about it in the past, and there's a lot of stuff going on out there. But the big thing to do and just go out there and enjoy is the food at the various different locations. They have different kiosks, different little kitchens marketplaces essentially that put out different dishes Mm -hmm. and cocktails but they also have them at a lot of the quick service restaurants as well right yeah some of them
1: you can even do mobile ordering
0: Yes, so that kind of makes things a lot easier. And uh, we're not going to talk about everything that's going on today, but we are going to talk about some of the must-try dishes that when we get out there, hopefully sometime within the next few weeks, we have some reservations Mm -hmm. for out there at the parks, hoping to make it work, that we're going to get out there and sample a lot of these things. Before I get into what we're going to sample, we're going to do a top five list of the five things we want to mm-hmm. sample, the must-try things. Um, I wanted to go over some of the marketplaces and tell you what they're all about in case you're planning on going out there. You want to do your research going out there because there's so much good food to try. Right. You're going to want to check out for sure. So these are the marketplaces that they have right now. And a lot of them are going to sound familiar because they're kind of repeats of what they've had over many years. But here they are. Um, avocado Time, which they say indulge in the flavorful medleys that make your mouth sing. Mm-hmm. There, of course, a lot of it based on avocado. Right. Uh, berry Patch where they say hail the big berry for top billing. Yes, uh, California craft brews we talked about as Michelle right. meant the microbreweries, the craft brews, very famous here in California. Uh, so that's a great place to try a lot of craft brews. Right. There's Cluckadoodle Moo, which is, <laughs> you know. They uh, have a lot of different wings and sliders. And right. yeah, so it's uh, obviously when you think about it, there's chicken, there's and beef, beef cluck-a-doodle-moo. Right. Yes, yeah, for sure. Uh, there's delish, which is, they say, enjoy sweet and savory dishes. Sure, to delight. Delish. <laughs> garlic Kissed, which is a great place. Of course, dishes that are focused on right. garlic oh, is awesome. so good. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh, Golden Dreams, which uh, they say they have lots of well-seasoned dishes and uh, nectarous dishes drinks mm-hmm. so a lot of you know golden dreams very much california and very much like california adventure park especially early right, on when right. there's a lot of golden involved with that i heart artichokes obviously you know what <laughs> yeah. that one's about right uh nuts and cheese again spi- speaks for itself right. uh peppers caliente cali is in california ente right as well <laughs> uh, we can get a lot of spicy, spicy. fare yeah there. <laughs> and uncork california where they uh, they focus on a lot of the california wines right. there so right. those yeah. those are all the kiosks but you can also get food as i mentioned before at a lot of the quick service restaurants where they have specialty dishes that are focused around the food and wine festival as well
1: right yeah some of like you said some a couple of their regular always there restaurants have um th- they'll say seasonal but what it is is sometimes it's it's one of their featured items for the season that they also can do in a small plate version for the festival.
0: Mm-hmm. And they also have some of, some of the table service restaurants as well, right. like Lamplight Lounge has some specialty yes. dishes there uh, that is just for the uh, Disney California Adventure Food and Wine Festival right. as well. So.
1: And they also include downtown Disney for mm-hmm. for dishes and, and drinks that you can sample during the festival.
0: Right. You don't have to go even pay admission. All you right. have to do is get down to the downtown Disney right. district and there are lots of things to sample. there as well they've opened it up not only to a lot of the restaurants around there but even to some of the hotels as well so you can pop in and just kind of cruise around there and not have to feel about your paying admission or get a reservation yeah that's true So, Because reservations can be a little tricky sometimes. So even if you can't land a reservation for the day that you have off or the day that you have availability to visit, um, you can just go ahead and head down to the downtown Disney District and enjoy some of the fun food and fare there. So true. Yeah. And they are offering the Sip and Savor Pass again Mm -hmm. this year, which is we will recommend every single time if you're planning on getting several dishes or if you're going to be going multiple times, it is well worth it. Uh, This year it's $57 for eight tabs. You can use one tab for the various different plates can't use it for alcohol but a lot of different food and that includes a lot of the food at the quick service places as well not just the marketplace there are also discounts if you are a magic key holder or a disney visa rewards member so look into that you can save a few more dollars for 57 dollars for eight tabs uh basically if you're averaging buying dishes that are seven
1: dollars and 25 cents or more you're saving money right right over it right and they do have dishes i was looking that you know they, they they range, they have some that are also less than that, so you wouldn't want to use your tab for something less if you're, you, you, can, know, you can You can. You can. You can use your tab for whatever you want, right. but if you want to save money, uh, you want to have more of the higher end
0: dishes that right. you're, the, uh, the higher cost dishes that you're using for your tabs. Right,
1: so they do have some dishes that are either $8, anywhere from $8 to $8.50. Mm-hmm. $8.50. Yeah. So exactly. if you were doing all, you know, did all eight tabs at eight fifty each then you're gonna really save some money. yeah you're gonna save a lot of money yeah.
0: especially if you use your discount as well if, right. you're, if you're a magic key holder or a disney visa sure. rewards um, member as well so so we're gonna go ahead and count down with the things that we're most excited for we went through the whole foodie guide. we picked out the things that we want to sample when we get out there to the disney california adventure food and wine festival so we're gonna give you as always one of our hyperion adventurers <laughs> five favorite lists Whether it'll be only five, we'll see. (laughs) Tend to not be, but you never know. But whenever we do a list like this, we always start with Michelle. One, because she's awesome, wonderful, all things good in the world. She does the best research. She definitely (laughs) has the very best tips, but she also has the best list. So let's get to it, Michelle. What is your fifth favorite thing that you can't wait to try your must try from the
1: disney california adventure food and wine festival all right so i have a lot of explanation for oh us. boy <laughs> of course you do well first of all before i get into my list one of the things i was just thinking of that we didn't mention is one of the really my one of my most favorite things about disney california adventure food and wine festival or, and all the festivals that they have disney california adventure park is that you can pay for all the dishes you want at one kiosk. So go into one line to pay. You can look for the shortest line. It doesn't have to, you might not even be getting any food from that particular kiosk order, you know, as many dishes as you want, and then just take your receipt to pick up the food at each of the kiosks. And it just saves a lot of time from, you know, being in, in essence, two queues: the queue to pay and then the queue to get your food. So that's a real, plus I think at Disney California Adventure Park. So I actually, um, for my top five I went through different variations of how I did this. So it's not really like uh five, four, three, two, one. It's just kind of I, I was thinking in terms of if I was eating the food, like what what order, like how would I build up mm-hmm. to to the food? Maybe like if it was a five-course meal kind of okay. concept. Well, hey, you, you do your five however you want to do your
0: five. <laughs> I just listen to my five from five to one, yeah. but you can do whatever you want. I <laughs> just don't fine. want
1: people to think that my number five is like, oh, that's her least favorite. It's just more the the process. Gotcha. Um, but uh, I I did, I think I stuck to five. I, I had like a one, uh, we'll get into it, but uh, I also wanted to include one thing with, um, in terms of beverage. I didn't Include five beverages. Uh, but what I but I what I did see this time, and well, the other thing to say about my selections is they're all new dishes. Okay, I good. Didn't, I didn't go to any repeats. Not that I wouldn't try them. Not that they're great, but I thought. The new one sounds spectacular. Right. Well let's see. We'll
0: see how many we have that are matchy matchy right. here. Because we may right. have a few. So let's go ahead and go through the list. Uh, What's your number five?
1: Okay. Um so we'll, Or your first dish. Whatever you my, so want to call it. Yeah. For my but for the alcohol that just to put it out there, or drinks, beverage, is they have a tropical mimosa flight and that's at the Uncorked California Mm -hmm. uh, kiosk. And so they have three different mimosas. I know that we love the mimosa flight at Lamplight Lounge. This is, these are different. So if you've had Lamplight, these are not the same. So one is a green apple and lychee mimosa. Mm. Sounds really good. Um, The next one is a passion fruit and banana Hmm. mimosa. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I thought, "Hmm, how'd they get that banana flavoring? Um, And the next one is a cherry yuzu and ginger mimosa. Hmm. So um, those sound lovely. Asian inspired. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, You can get any of those mimosas as an individual. Like if one of them really calls out to you, you can get them individually. But they do have the the flight with the three of them. Nice. Nice. So that, is that your first dish or is that just an extra that's just an extra okay.
0: beverage you're <laughs> just, just gonna start off right <laughs> it's the food and wine festival we gotta start off with a little you know glug, glug. wine yes yeah yes. made from grapes yes. yes so all right so i guess yes, now wine is made it. from grapes honey <laughs> thank you champagne <laughs> all right
1: so here's my first dish is it's called the next level cracker and cheese and it comes from the kiosk Nuts About Cheese. And uh, the, it's a house-made herb cracker with white cheddar-infused fromage blanc, spicy prosciutto spread, and cherry jam. Um, this one is one of the higher-priced ones. It's at $8. Um, the one thing about this is the cheese is more of a soft, creamy kind of cheese. It's not like think of slicing cheese or cheese chunks or anything like that it's more think of the consistency more like a cr- thick cream cheese kind of um and it to me it's cute because it also looks like a giant s'more <laughs> yeah i was i was going to ask you if that's the one that looks like the kind of like a panini almost but yeah yeah top, bottom, it, yeah. yeah top and bottom yeah top and bottom kind of like because it's kind of sandwichy looking right but.
0: Yeah. Very cool.
1: Yeah, I thought about that one.
0: It's a, that's a good choice. Thank I like you. that one very Thank good. Thank you. i so. like to ch- check that one out. Okay, what about your number five? Uh, my number five is the Euro inspired flatbread
1: featuring impossible ground beef from L.A. Style. Mm. It, yeah, that almost made it I think I, I was just checking my list I was like did I take that off because I thought I did but yeah that one almost made mine too
0: which I don't think I mentioned but that was another I somehow I skipped over that in the marketplaces LA style is like a food truck uh, based right. marketplace that's out there so anyway um, it's it's a little less expensive so you may not want to mm-hmm. spend your tabs on it if you have a sip and saver pass although it's not crazy to go under it's six seventy five dollars mm-hmm. uh, for it but it's, it has chipotle hummus tzatziki and spiced Crispy chickpeas, along with the impossible ground beef on the gyro. It Mm -hmm. sounds delicious. I love gyros. I love tzatziki. I love that whole flavor profile. Uh, This sounds fascinating to me, and I'd love to check it out.
1: Yeah, and and the fact that it's like a flatbread Mm -hmm. kind of format to it right? kind of makes it a little more unique too. Yeah, so that's definitely on my
0: plate of things that, literally my plate of things (laughs) that I want to try uh, once we uh, get out there to Disney California Adventure Food and Wine Festival. We'll have to see. Yeah, So that's my number five. Let's get to Michelle's next dish or number four, whatever it is. Her (laughs) next dish that is a must try from the Disney California Adventure Food and Wine Festival.
1: Okay, so still kind of in the area of appetizers I guess is uh, a chicharron crusted fried artichoke dish. Uh, and that's from obviously I Heart Artichokes uh, kiosk there, and it says it's served with smoked pepper crema, and I, I'm not good at pronouncing this cheese. It's Oaxaca. Yeah, and Oaxaca cheese <laughs> make me sound smart. Yes. <laughs> Very nice Oaxaca cheese. Yeah, and this one also, like you said, it is uh, it, with your dish. It's not the higher priced one, so this might be one that you would just pay. Um, cash if you or whatever you know. Um, but anyways, I I picked it because who doesn't like artichoke dip? Anyways, and then you find a way to fry it. Yes. <laughs> it's like carnival food, right? It just screams out mm, yum yeah it looks Festival. great too um it yeah.
0: was on was, uh, my uh honorable mentions it didn't make my list but right. uh, i nearly did yeah I, I had it on there as a possibility for sure because yeah. it looks great
1: i mean it's like two they, it, the serving is like two very large think of like large large meatballs on top of this um smoked pepper crema um but it just Again, looks delicious, sounds delicious. It does look delicious yeah. and I'm
0: looking forward to trying that. So.
1: Yeah, so we're at your number four.
0: My number four is and we're going away from the marketplaces here and over to the Paradise Garden Grill, and that is for the brisket fries. Mm-hmm. on my recent road trip I there was some I had some really good brisket on the way. <laughs> (laughs) And uh, so I've got a feeling for brisket right now. And this one is French fries topped with shredded smoked barbecue brisket, cheddar cheese sauce, pico de gallo, chipotle crema, and green onion. So it's not only is it brisket, and it's also a little bit of – kind of that latin flavor Mm -hmm. involved there you know so you get a little you you get a little barbecue you know you get a little southwestern or mexican whatever you want to call it there on top of french fries which okay always good so Mm -hmm. that is something that definitely calls out to me it's something i'd want to try for this food and wine festival
1: when I saw it on the menu, I thought you're probably going to pick that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it does seem like something that would call out to you.
0: And I don't have a price on that one. I don't know if you got a price on it. But unfortunately, and mm-hmm. the food guy that didn't have a price. Some of these I have a price for, some I don't. But uh, either way, that looked good for me. And I don't care what the price is. I'm going to try there it. There you uh, go. <laughs> So that's my number four. Michelle, what is your number three or the next dish that's your your must-try dish from the Disney California Adventure Food and Wine Festival? Progressing
1: to the uh, soup course. Yes. (laughs) We're so ritzy here. I know, right? So um, this one... Is at the uh, Golden Dreams kiosk there, and it's a mango carrot gazpacho mm. with grilled shrimp and jalapeno crema. And this one is more of the 825, so this one I would use a tab for for mm-hmm. sure. Um, but I mean, it sounds so delightful. I mean, thinking of, you know, springtime and everything, having a nice chilled soup that. Uh, but incorporates both a vegetable and a fruit so that you get that nice blend together. Uh, and the shrimp sounds magnificent. Yeah, that was one of another honorable mention. I was looking at that and I'm like, that looks pretty good and refreshing,
0: especially if it's a warmer day. It's a gazpacho, so right. it's, it's chilled. Um, that sounds. It,
1: that sounds really nice uh, on, a, on a, like I said, a hot day. Right. I mean, I've had chilled carrot soup before. Um, but this, like I said, having the mango uh, in, in it as well and how they have it topped with, you know, the, the shrimp. You see, you get a little different... Um, consistency in mm-hmm. what you're eating for that gazpacho. Mm-hmm. Very so, good. Yeah. Very, good choice. Thank you. Good choice. So you're number 3. My number
0: 3, I'm going back to the marketplaces and this one I'm going to California Craft Brews for and that's the IPA sausage dog. I mean, that looks really really <laughs> it good does. to me. It's only $7. So again, borderline on whether you want to use a tab for it. It's just a little under what break even point is. Right. If you don't if you have a discount, then you're you're good. You can mm-hmm. use your tabs on this, but uh, borderline on it. So uh, they say it comes on a soft price pretzel roll with onion pepper harinier which is a it's kind of a pickled uh, vegetable type mm-hmm. thing, so it's the onions and peppers are pickled, is what that is, uh, with cheddar cheese sauce. And apparently I have lunch. I want cheese sauce on it. <laughs> and a malt vinegar jalapeno crunch. So a little bit of spice to this, a little bit of sour, a little acid. Uh, you know, the meatiness of it, the cheese to kind of cool right. it down. Sounds delicious. And uh, you know, I'm I'm not a huge hot dog person, mm-hmm. but if there's a hot dog I'm going to try, it's probably going to be this one.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it looks delicious. I'll. Give you that it really does look like it's and it looks like a nice full size uh, dish to, to try, like right? Not, you can
0: split this up between it, looks like you can split it up between two people, yeah, and yeah. for that seven dollars, you're getting value out right. of it, right? Exactly,
1: know? exactly. So,
0: that's my third dish that I is a must try from the Disney California Adventure Food and Wine Festival. Let's get to Michelle's next course that she's going to try.
1: <laughs> so, here's one, I guess it could have been you know, because it's also a soup. Um, but this one is, is not a cold soup. Uh, and it's from the Sonoma Terrace. So that's uh, one of the, the already existing restaurants that Mm -hmm. are there, but that they're offering some uh, specialty dishes for the festival. And it's called the old world aged white cheddar lager soup with toasted fig and prosciutto sandwich. Mm -hmm. So you think of like that soup and sandwich. You know, it's just like a cup of soup, you know, and what would be equivalent to like a half a sandwich. Um, But I thought, what a great blend of having, you know, first of all, a cheddar lager soup, I think we all know, is usually very tasty. Cheesy and rich. Right, right. Delicious, yeah. And then uh, accompanying it with that uh, fig in the sandwich and the prosciutto with the saltiness. It just sounds yeah. like all those a little flavors. A little salty, you break it all up. There. Right, right. right. Uh, so this one's at 750. So again, it, you know if you're using tabs and c- trying to calculate if that's a good value for you, it's you know just above that break even mm-hmm. uh, or a little bit better. So it's definitely one that you might want to consider using your tab for. For sure. So that's a great choice. I love that one. Thank nice, you. Nice. On to my number
0: two, Mm -hmm. and we're going over. This is one that, unfortunately, Michelle and I may not be smooching after we sample this (laughs) one because it's over from the Garlic Kissed Marketplace. (laughs) Uh, And that is the Carbonara Garlic Mac and Cheese Mm -hmm. from Garlic uh, Kissed uh, at $8. It comes with peppered bacon, Mm -hmm. and um, that is right up my alley. You got the garlic in there. You get the bacon. Um, carbonara style, which I am surprised Michelle hasn't mentioned that yet, or maybe that's her number one. I don't know <laughs> because she loves carbonara I in know. general. So you throw it and make it kind of a mac and cheese to kind of have it more accessible for most people. Right. And this is one that calls out to me for sure.
1: So yeah, that one almost made my list and you're right. I love carbonara. It's one of my most favorite styles of having pasta. And I l- especially love having it with like, um, a chardonnay Blanc. To accompany it, um, I think it really offsets it really nicely. I think the only reason I didn't pick it was it wasn't new, um, but that was one of those dishes that I had wanted to try in the past that we didn't get I to. Get we Thought we'd have another chance. Yes. Didn't get one. <laughs> um, but yeah, it it definitely sounds delicious, and I love how they had the the bacon accompanying it, and mm-hmm. and I like how it's kind of served separate so you can you know, mix in, blend in as much as you want with each bite. Uh, so you have a little bit of control in that regards as well. Right. And at $8, again, mm-hmm. um, if you're looking
0: for the discount on the Seep and, Saver, right. Seep and Saver Pass, that's that's a perfect dish for that. So Most definitely. Very good. So that is my number two. Let's finally get to the final course for <laughs> Michelle's <laughs> must-try dishes from the Disney California Adventure Food and Wine Festival.
1: All right. So my le- I actually do have an A or B because it would depend on how I felt that day. Um, but both of them do involve seafood. Uh, so my first number one, I guess you, you would say one, a is a beer battered fish taco that comes from the paradise garden grill. So what's really nice about that's one that you can mobile order. Um, but that ha- that's got a Baja style beer battered fish on corn tortillas and it's topped with slaw, pico de gallo, cilantro crema and they also serve it with house made tortilla chips and a roasted red chili tomato salsa so I thought I mean, that is that, that just kind of screams Southern California, mm-hmm. you know, a fish taco and love a great fish taco. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that sounds great. Mm-hmm. 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 And my one B, I guess if I, if, if I wasn't going to get that seafood dish would be from uh, golden dreams again, another dish from golden dreams is their uh, honey orange glazed salmon salad mm-hmm. with citrus vinaigrette. That's an $8, um, fee for that one. So again, really good value for the tab. Um, and that one, I mean, I do love how they do, they, I've been very pleased with the salmon dishes I've tried at different Disney festivals. You know, this one's kind of, uh, in terms of a salad simple that is uh, served on green, just kind of placed on greens, but to have that honey orange glaze, um, will be magnificent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that sounds
0: really good. I'm always a big fan of salmon, so um, mm-hmm. that sounds like a wonderful dish as well. And did think about putting
1: it on my list, but it didn't quite make it, but I'm glad it made okay. yours. Thank you. So Thank we you. can talk about it. Yeah. Right? All right. So now the piesto resistance, your number one. Right. And I'm
0: really surprised that this wasn't anywhere on your list. I thought, sure, this was going to be a, a matchy matchy. i surprised that we didn't have any matchy matches right. on our, our list this time. So um, I'm going away from the marketplaces for my number one and going to one of the quick service restaurant. So again, you can Mm -hmm. mobile order this. It's from the Lucky fortune cookery. Mm-hmm. And that is the mushroom bow mm-hmm. from that, right. uh, um, uh, with hois- hoisin glazed mushroom. So that's kind of like an Asian barbecue sauce. If right. you don't know what hoisin is, uh, with Asian slaw and jalapeno in a steamed bow. Mm-hmm. And it looks delicious. The- everything about it calls out to me. Right. Those are
1: all my flavor profiles right there. That is a dish that I am very excited to try. Oh, most definitely. And, and I would too. And I, it was kind of hard not to include that on there. Um, they they actually had another dish at that same kiosk or same quick service um, that also sound good with their ribs. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, that one it was like oh, there's two good dishes, hard to choose. Yeah, but especially yes. when you get a mobile order there, and you can use the tabs on those as right, well. So
0: right. just to let you know, um, I, don't know if they, I don't know if it's still tricky with mobile ordering using the tabs. But yeah, if you want to mobile order them, you can use,
1: you can do that at those sites right, that right. are the. the quick service sites right and when you know when you're using the app or even the, the little guides that they give you they tell you which ones you can mobile order right. as well so it's it's handy but yeah so i know the bow sounds really right, really right. good for sure did you have any uh, other dishes that are kind of like honorable mentions that you might want to put out there um you know i was trying to figure out some dessert type of dishes and you know it's, it's hard because there are so many great desserts mm-hmm. already at disney california adventure park and i know we tend to always go to pim's kitchen for a dessert there <laughs> choco smash Bar. right right <laughs> i in this at the, at the festival they have something similar with a a, a snickers macaroon mm-hmm. um that also has a nice ganache to it with it and that sounded really yummy um i know you're not a fan of cotton candy i am they have This year, berry cotton candy. So that sounded pretty interesting. Such a whatever to me. But
0: I know people love cotton candy. Right. I just, cotton candy doesn't do anything for right. me, but I get it.
1: Um, I think more of my honorable mentions are some of the ones that you included, like the Cabanaro on the and the Bow mm-hmm. would be some of mine. What about you?
0: Yeah, I have three here to fill out my eight tabs on my Sip and Saver <laughs> Pass. Um, I have three more, and these were all definitely would be worthy of using a tab on because mm-hmm. they're all eight twenty five dollars 25 or more. Okay. Per, uh, I'm going to start with, and this may be a new Disney Dishes blog dish. I might try and recreate this once I get a taste Ooh. of it to see what it's uh-huh. all about. Um, and that is the from the Delish Marketplace. It's the Black and Tan Beef Potato Puffs. Mm-hmm. So basically tots. Right. And I love tots. So <laughs> uh, this goes for $8.50 and it has a Carl Strauss Brewing Company Rec Alley Stout Gravy on top mm-hmm. of this, this beef on these potato Puffs, tots, uh, and light lager micro sponge. So Carl Strauss Brewery, actually a San Diego brewery right. down here, that's been around for. A, they, they were doing craft beers years ago. They're a little bit bigger than that now, but um, that is very interesting to me. I mm-hmm. love meat and things on tots. They right. are. Uh, I know. Know. it's <laughs> just one of my favorite things in the world. This is something we when you talk about a stout gravy. Right, it's right up my alley.
1: Yeah, <laughs> no, it sounds delicious, and um, I thought about that one too. I think caloric-wise, I was just like, oh, maybe. I mean, <laughs> calories, whatever. They, uh, they don't count when you're in the parks. I'm sure. Yes, <laughs> no.
0: Especially for the Food and Wine Festival. Calories, you don't count. That's true. You don't count. Uh, speaking of calories don't count, how about the uh, chili relleno empanada from mm. the Peppers Caliente uh, Marketplace? Again, 8.50. dollars so right. a real bargain if you have the Sip and saver Pass, uh, with arbor pepper salsa featuring Oaxaca and Cotija cheeses. So right. that also
1: yeah. sounds delicious. What I wonder how hot the hot is over at Caliente. Yeah, well, it's Caliente. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, might be a little spicy for you. I might have to take a bite of it and tell you whether or not right. you could. If you no, you it. don't want any of it. This is too spicy <laughs> for you. You, know, you don't want any of
1: it. No sharing. <laughs> yeah. I hear yeah.
0: Finally, again, something that we won't be smooching after because, again, it's from Garlic Kissed, and that is the grilled top sirloin with rusted garlic gruyere, smashed potatoes, mm-hmm. and black garlic chimichurri. With right. black garlic, it's kind of an aged garlic that gives it almost a, a balsamic right. vinegar type flavor profile to it love black garlic mm-hmm. and love chimichurri so that's 825 again well within that discount for your sip and saver yes. pass and that's another dish that i would look forward to trying yeah that might be a good one to try for disney to uh recreate for disney dishes too. yeah possibly and once i can mm. sample it and uh you know get the flavor profile down right give it a shot so. nice yeah, so those are all the dishes that we're excited to try at the Disney California Adventure Food and Wine Festival. We'd love to know if you've been out there yet. Have you tried something? Is there something that you can't wait to try? Let us know and we'll share it on an upcoming show. Yeah. Or maybe we'll try it. <laughs> That's
1: right. <laughs> maybe we'll test it for you. Yeah, and
0: if there's any of these dishes, by the way, that I've mentioned here, that I've mentioned a couple that I may be trying to recreate for the Disney Dishes blog. If there's one of them that you'd really like me to try and recreate because you, maybe you can't make it out there or you, know, you just want to know how to make it in your own kitchen let me know i'm always happy to take recommendations on dishes to create for the disney dishes blog good deal so so that is our look at the must tries from the 2022 disney california Adventure food and wine festival That was a lot of fun. Um, Can't wait to go back to Disney California Adventure Park just for the Food and Wine Festival. Uh It's always one of our favorite things every year. All that great food and more and all the great drinks. Can't wait to try it out. I
1: know. I know. It looks like they really outdid themselves this year. So that's
0: awesome. So so if it is that time of year, it's also the time of year for madness. As you know, we put out our brackets out there for you to return to us to pick out Who is going to win our Disney
1: songs madness that Michelle put together? (laughs) I know it's been great, um, you know, one getting all the responses back, but also getting some feedback, and um, I I think being our first bracket, we're learning things in terms of maybe maybe making it a little challenging um, by having some songs that might not be as much in the forefront of people's mind. So thank you, people, for giving us that feedback, that's that's really helpful so that when we make our next bracket, uh, it can feel a little bit more enjoyable at night.
0: Well, <laughs> I think people enjoyed it just the same. And we got we got plenty of brackets back, and by the way, as I mentioned many times in the previous shows, uh, the people that bring their brackets in, your picks, are what choose, chooses who right. wins each round, who advances? Who will be our eventual champion? And today, although I
1: really thought it should have been just my picks, <laughs> yeah,
0: I know you did. I know you did. It's not. It's not. It's everybody's. And by the way, again, the person that gets the most correct picks right will win that gift pack, including that uh, Castaway Club crossbody bag and the the uh, the Castaway Club. Um, luggage tags right. and some other different
1: logo gear that we have and stuff. So yeah, I don't fun. know that you highlighted but we um, opened the vault that actually there's a very collectible item in there. Ooh, so that's going to be a lot of fun for the one winner right. out of this group. So
0: we're going to go through every week and kind of give you the winners of each round. And well of course, this was the first round. Mm-hmm. We just had the cut it off uh, this week as to when you could get your brackets in. Again, thank you to everybody for who got their yeah. brackets into us and uh, let's see how You did through the first round. So get your brackets out and follow along and let's see uh, who you pick. So we'll start off with the first matchup in the classic songs category in animated films. Uh, And that was the one seed versus the eighth seed. And when, when when well, easy for me to say. <laughs> when you wish upon a star versus someday my prince will come. Michelle, who did you pick
1: in that one? I put when you wish upon a star. It was a hard one, but I picked that one. That's who I
0: picked as well, and that's who won. Yeah. one seed prevails in that one. When, when you wish upon a star moves on to the second round. They will face off against the winner of Bella Note versus. Hakuna Matata. Hakuna Michelle, Matata. who did you pick? I picked Bella Nate. Ah, the romantic. And I picked the winner. Hakuna Matata yes. moves on. <laughs> the fifth seed advances to face the one seed in the second round. And we'll give you again the re, uh, results of that one next week. Uh, moving on to the next one. The three seed versus the six seed. Be Our Guest versus Bear Necessities. Michelle, who did you pick in that round?
1: That was, that was kind of tough for me. Um, but I picked Bear Necessities. I think just the day that I did my brackets, that's what I was kind of in the in the mode of thinking. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. What about, about you? you?
0: I once again picked the winner. I picked be our guest, <laughs> which moved on to the next round. The three I'm seeing scenes, a trend. It like, goes on. Mm, I, did I did not do <laughs> that, as you'll see later, because there are several picks that I made that did not advance. So just let you know. Um, but that is who's moving on to the next one. They will square off against the two seed or the seventh seed between a dream is a wish your heart makes or Cruella DeVille. Michelle, who did you pick?
1: A dream is a wish your heart makes.
0: And that's who prevailed. Yeah. The two seed. That's who I picked as well. A dream. Dream is a Wish Your Heart Makes has moved on to the second round to square off against Be Our Guest. Moving on to the live action films portion of this bracket. We'll start with the one seed versus the eighth seed, the Stay Awake from Mary Poppins, the lullaby, of course, the anti-lullaby lullaby. Yes. Uh, versus the Ballad of Davy Crockett. Michelle, who did you pick there?
1: Yeah, the Ballad. No, right? <laughs> I picked stay awake. Stay awake <laughs> is the winner. Stay
0: awake. The one seed again prevails. Uh, they will go into the second round. That is who I picked as well. Going up against a tough, what I have a feeling is going to be a very tough matchup in the second round. It was either rainbow connection, the four seed or Aquarela do Brazil, the number five seed. Michelle, who did you pick there?
1: Um, I, pr- I think I picked probably what is the winner. Um, although it was a tough one. Uh, I picked Rainbow Connection. Rainbow
0: Connection is who I picked as well, and that is who will move on. I think
1: this was one of those a lot of people might not have been as familiar with the other song, although it's a great song. It is
0: a great song, but so is Rainbow Connection, and Rainbow Connection, was the higher ranked and deservedly so. He will go up against Stay Awake, the number two, excuse me, number one seed. And that will be an interesting matchup for sure. Moving on for the three seed versus the six seed, Super Califragilistic XBL versus the Age of Not Believing. Michelle, who did you pick?
1: Again, I went sentimental, Age of Not Believing.
0: And I went with Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, <laughs> and that is what's won. That yeah. is the third seed, and that is what will advance.
1: Yeah, I didn't think I had a lot of chance with this one, although it's a great song. It <laughs> is a great song.
0: I don't disagree with that. It is a great song. Uh, just going up against a powerhouse right. in Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, who will go on to face either Jolly Holiday, the two-seed, or <laughs> Whale of a Tale, the seventh-seed. Michelle, who did you pick? Uh,
1: Jolly Holiday. Yes, and Jolly Holiday holiday
0: one that's who i pick as well the two seed jolly holiday advances to go up against supercalifragilisticexpialidocious in the next round now on to the fun songs category starting with the animated side of the bracket the number one seed we don't talk about bruno (laughs) no 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 versus a really tough matchup in an eight seed of a whole new
1: world michelle who did you pick Uh, I did go with the Encanto song of We Don't Talk About Bruno. As did I, because I love, hashtag real
0: men love Encanto. Uh, Yes, I went with that as well, but it was a giant upset. Maybe not really a giant upset when you know what it was going up against. The eighth seed, a whole new world prevailed, and that advances to the second round.
1: Yeah. You know, one of the things, uh, as an aside here, we're talking about Encanto, is what's exciting and I know you announced this recently, but just came to mind again, is how with the uh, return of the Main Street Electrical Parade, that they're going to have a new finale float that will incorporate some newer films, and in, Encanto in being one of them right. will be yeah. represented on it.
0: Yeah, that was some news that came out while I was uh, on, on the trip. So it was a little bit of a delayed story, right. so didn't bring, I'm not bringing it up today. But uh, yeah, that was that was exciting news that they've kind of ramped uh, revamped mm-hmm. a little bit at the end of the Main Street Electrical Parade. That's right. really cool. Yeah. Uh, moving on. So the whole new world will go up against the winner of the number four seed friend like me versus number five seed. Go the distance. Michelle, who did you pick? Uh,
1: go the distance. It just, again, that song. And and we've talked about it in some of our past, uh, top five songs that song has a a great meaning for Mm -hmm. me and so that i had to stick with that one what Mm -hmm. about you
0: it was a tough one for me because i love both songs Mm -hmm. so much but i did pick friend like me and that is who ended up prevailing Mm -hmm. friend like me the four seeds so that will go up against a whole new world In the second round, a little Aladdin square off there in the second round. Uh, Moving into the next branch, the third seed versus the sixth seed. The sounds of the islands in this (laughs) one. The Hawaiian roller coaster ride at the third seed versus you're welcome at the sixth seed. Uh, Michelle, who did you pick in that one? Uh, Went a little more traditional, Hawaiian roller coaster ride. And I picked you're welcome, and that's who prevailed. You're welcome. I swear I did not choose these. Yeah, otherwise <laughs> that's why I, we don't Shoot. talk about Bruno didn't move. On, I, but, know, uh, I know. Yes. I was just teasing uh, you. Yeah, uh, you're welcome. The sixth seed did prevail in that one, and they will square off against the winner of the two seed versus the seventh seed. Eye to eye versus zero to hero. Of course, from Hercules. Eye to eye from the uh, a goofy movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, who did you pick in that one, Michelle?
1: Eye to eye.
0: Eye to eye. The two seed. I too. I in <laughs> no, that one, of the two seed, and that's who I picked as well. And yes, I to I has moved on. Yes. So they will square off against. You're welcome in the second round. <laughs> Moving to the live action films, the number one seed Step in Time versus the number eight seed eight seed chilling like a villain. Michelle, who did you pick in that one? Uh,
1: step in Time. I yeah. Just had to go with Mary Poppins traditional.
0: Song. great song that's who i picked as well and that's who won but it was yeah. close it was a close I matchup. Can i can see why saying, yeah. i
1: mean "Till like a villain's great song
0: mm-hmm. so uh step in time will go up against the winner of the fourth or fifth seed matchup here uh life is a happy song at the four seed versus we're all in this together as the fifth seed michelle who did you pick uh
1: life's a happy song
0: life is a happy song who is who i picked as well and that is who moves on so they will That will face up against Step in Time in the second round. Uh, next, the third seed versus the sixth seed. Once and for all from Newsies versus Rotten to the Core from the Descendants franchise. Michelle, who did you pick? I picked uh, once and for all. Yes, and that's who I picked as well. But no, oh. Rotten to the Core moves <laughs> it on. That it is a, is a great song. song. <laughs> yeah, it, it was tough for me. That was a tough matchup. And that was that was also a tough matchup for the listeners as well, the people who filled out their brackets. Right. It was very close. Uh, Rotten to the Core, the sixth seed moves on. And it will go up against either Happy Little Working Song, the two seed, or Your Crowning Glory, the seventh seed. Michelle, what did you got? Uh, happy Little Working Song. I yes. Went, I
1: went happy, happy. Happy, happy, <laughs> and
0: that's who I got. Happy Little Working Song and Happy Little Working Song moves Moves on to face Rotten to the core in the next round. Moving to the east coast of the bracket we'll start with the Want Songs, the animated version of the Want Songs here and at the number one seed it is Almost There versus Hashtag Real Men Love Frozen Let It Go all the way
1: down at the eighth seed Michelle, who did you pick? Although I'm wearing my Real Men Love Frozen t-shirt today, I did pick Almost There.
0: I may not be wearing my hashtag Real Men Love Frozen t-shirt, but it is always in my heart. And... you. Yes. Let it go. Did advance over almost there, but it was really, really close. It just, I think mine might have pushed it over the edge because it was like a one vote difference there. So uh, let it go does move on. And this is the one time that maybe my vote paid a huge part in it. So let it go moves on as the eighth seed over the one seed. It will square off against another tough match up here. Uh, what was it? Number four seed, part of your world or the number eight? five seed do you want to build a snowman who'd you pick michelle
1: uh again didn't go with the frozen this time
0: went with part of your world i didn't go with frozen this time either i went with part of your world too because i think it's a great want mm-hmm. song and that is what advanced part of your nice. world as the number four seed advances mm-hmm. moving on to the next part of the bracket the number three seed uh, reflection versus the six seed for the first time in forever another frozen song
1: mm-hmm. here uh, Michelle who did you pick actually this one was harder for me than the other ones um, and I don't want people to think I don't like frozen I do but um, I actually though because of the message and everything I, I still picked reflection over yeah. uh, Um,
0: I love frozen you know that hashtag real right. Man love frozen um, I also picked reflection I think it's a better song mm-hmm. than this one I love for the first time in forever but right. uh, reflection is the better want song that is what advances as the third seed uh, moving on, and they the reflection will square off against the winner of the two seed. I see the light versus the seven seed. When will my life begin? A little tangled battle right. there, Michelle. Who did you pick?
1: Yeah, another tough one, but I went with the number two seed. I see the light.
0: Yes, and that's what I went. As you know, hashtag also real men love tangled. Yes. and of course, I've, that would have gone for either of these songs. Right. I guess so <laughs> whatever. Um, I did pick I see the light, and that is what advanced easily. Easily, I see the light advanced onto the second round. And that will square off against reflection in the next round. Mm -hmm. Moving on to the live-action films portion, the number one seed, Strong, from the live-action Cinderella film Mm -hmm. versus the number eight seed, What's My Name, from, of course, the Descendants franchise. Michelle, who did you pick in that one?
1: I had to go with the classical Disney kind of style song and went with Strong. That is where I went as well. And
0: that is what, in a really close matchup, I uh, went on in advance. Strong Yay. went on to the second round. And Strong will square off against the winner of the four seed versus the five seed. The four seed is That's How You Know. From, of course, Enchanted mm-hmm. uh, versus the 5C Just Like Fire from a, uh, sorry Alice Through the Looking Glass. <laughs> <laughs> that movie kind of went by the wayside. It almost went by the wayside in my brain there. Yeah. Uh, so, Michelle, who did you pick in that one? I picked, I went with The Underdog there, The Just Like Fire. Yeah, sung by Pink. Really good mm-hmm. song. Um, awesome. Yeah. Uh, uh, but it did not beat That's How You Know, which is, was my selection. But uh, a lot of people picked that song, which mm-hmm. I think more people knew that song. Yes. More people have seen that movie love that movie right more than alice through the looking glass let's be honest so i think that's why that advanced sure that that will go up against strong in the second round moving on to the next portion of the bracket the third seed versus the sixth seed the third seed is man or muppet from the muppets Mm -hmm. versus the the sixth seed the climb from of course hannah montana michelle who did you pick there that was tough because Those are both
1: really, Mm. really great. It was a
0: tough one. It was a tough one for me as well. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, And I I think on different days, I would have picked different songs, but I picked Manor Muppet. Right. I really fell in love with The Climb more recently. I I just Mm -hmm. think it's such a
0: wonderful song as we discussed in that episode where we went through the first round a couple shows ago. Um, But it did not advance. It it Mm -hmm. got a few votes um, for myself and some others, but Man or Muppet is what advances right. on, and deservedly so. It's a right. great song. So it will square off against either Santa Fe, the two seed, or Are We Dancing from the Happiest Millionaire, number seven. The uh, Santa Fe is from Newsies, of mm-hmm. course. Michelle, who did you pick there? I picked Are We Dancing. And I picked Santa Fe, and that's what moves on. You weren't the only one to pick Are We Dancing, <laughs> are, so just be happy that. Yeah. Because uh, that was a rather <laughs> obscure song, right. but uh, there were others that liked that song oh, as good, well. Good, so. and good.
1: And hopefully it Makes people again try different things that are on Disney Plus.
0: Yes, yes. For sure, for sure. So it's a good thing we got something from the happiest man. It's classic song, quirky classic song for sure. So finally we finish it up with the heart songs portion of the bracket. We'll start with the animated films. And the number one seed, Baby Mine versus the eighth seed, you'll be in my heart. Michelle, who you got? (sighs)
1: Uh, I pick Baby Mine.
0: That's who I picked as well, and that's who barely advanced. This was another really sure. close one. It was like a one vote difference that really, moved yeah, them yeah. on. So um, Baby Mine does advance to the second round. So it will go up against either the fourth seed or the fifth seed. The fourth seed being When She Loved Me from, of course, Toy Story Two versus Your Heart Will Lead You Home from the Tigger movie. At the fifth seed, Michelle, who'd you pick?
1: I know that my selection isn't going to win, but I couldn't avoid putting it on my bracket is um your heart will lead you home Mm -hmm. It is a great song i get Mm -hmm. it um when she loved me
0: however did advance that was my pick that's who advanced um, because i think more people know that song but both great songs and both deservedly um, could have advanced to the next round right uh at the third seed um we have dos origitas versus the sixth seed goodbye may seem forever
1: michelle who'd you pick again two great songs going up against each other and i think that um picked differently than you, um, but thinking of heart song, uh, uh, they're both heart songs, but I picked Goodbye May yeah. Seem Forever. Yeah, I, I get
0: it, I get it. I can't pick that song because it wrecks me. So <laughs> I couldn't pick that song. And I love Dos Orguitas. Right. Uh, hashtag real men love Encanto. Right. Um, and that is what advanced. I think, again, more people know that song. Sure. It doesn't surprise me that that one advances. Right. Um, Encanto, very hot right now. So Dos Orgitas uh, did advances. And that goes up against the two seed or the seventh seed, the two seed being Remember Me from Coco, versus Out There, the seventh seed from the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Michelle, who'd
1: you pick? Well, I think in this one, you probably felt like Out There should have been a, a, a much higher seed than it was. Um, but I did pick Remember Me, the Miguel version from Coco. Yes, I, I don't blame you for that. It's a great song. I did pick Out There, the seventh seed.
0: I uh, wish it had, had a different matchup because it might have gone further, but it didn't go mm-hmm. on any further because it was such a tough matchup against Remember Me. Right. Uh, Remember Me does advance and we'll square off against Dos Orgitas in the second round. Mm. Finally, wrapping it up with the live action version of the heart songs. Uh, the one seed Evermore versus uh, the eighth seed seize the day from Newsies Evermore being from the live action Beauty and the Beast. Michelle, who you got? Uh, kind of with the number one there, Evermore. Yeah, that's who I got to, and that's who advances, mm-hmm. Evermore, uh, did make it to the second round. Again, uh, relatively close battle in that one. Really? So that was a little, yeah, good, Seize good. the Day did pretty well. Uh, so um,
1: That is a great
0: song. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. So uh, that it will go up against the winner of the fourth seed versus the fifth seed. The fourth seed being How Does a Moment Last Forever Again from the live-action Beauty and the Beast versus the fifth seed
1: Speechless from the live-action and Michelle who'd you pick there uh I went with how does a moment last forever when I did my bracket but either day on another day I could have gone the other way but that's the one I picked
0: yeah I get it um I like I love Speechless Speechless is mm-hmm. one of my favorite new newer songs right. out of the live action films and um I think more people knew Speechless uh, Speechless did move on um but again relatively close back. yeah yeah so, that um, one was a toughie so yeah, so it'll be Speechless versus Evermore in the next round. Finally, the number three seed, Fall on Me from The Nutcracker in The Four Realms. Mm-hmm. I can see why this one might have gone mm-hmm. by the wayside. Versus Where the Lost Things Go, the number six seed from Mary Poppins Returns. Who you got there, Michelle?
1: Uh, I went with Fall on Me. That song is just too amazing. I mean, especially by... Um, how it's perfo- who it's performing it and everything so that's the song i went with i went with follow me as well and we were both in the minority yeah, with that it. one
0: unfortunately because it is such a great song in a not very good movie right. but it is a really <laughs> really wonderful song where the lost things go does advance and that doesn't surprise me to right. be honest with you
1: it's another great song too yeah it, it is it's definitely a good song i mean i think it's one of those that's super emotional uh of a message and everything um so
0: right yeah, for sure get it Finally, uh, Feed the Birds, the number two seed versus the seventh seed, Nobody Knows, from the live-action Pete's Dragon. Uh, Michelle, who'd you get there?
1: Um, you know, I would have, normal, not shouldn't say normally, but I, I feel a little bad for not picking Nobody Knows because it's just beautiful, but uh, Feed the Birds, I had to go with Feed the Birds. Very nice. Yep. That's who I went with as well,
0: and that's pretty much everybody went with was Feed the Birds, a mm-hmm. uh, great song, such a classic. It wouldn't surprise me, Feed the Birds goes very, very deep in this competition. Right, right. Uh, so Feed the Birds does move on to face off against where the lost things go in the second round. And of course, next week, like I said, we will have the winners of all these. Second rounds should take a little less time than right today (laughs) Uh, but we will go through those as well next week and that that should be a lot of fun
1: yeah Absolutely. Thanks again for people who participated in it and for the feedback.
0: Just yeah. Love it. Like I said, hopefully you're following along and you know how you're doing because one of you is going to win that great prize yeah. back. So uh, thank you again. Thanks everybody who's taking part in this and I hope you're having some fun with it. And this won't be the last bracket we do for sure. Right. So, so now it's time to move on to the Disney stories of the week. And I'm going to start with if you love Disney plus, but are not crazy about the price of it. Well, we have some good news mm-hmm. for you. This from a Walt Disney Company press release. They say, in a first for Disney's premiere, direct-to-consumer streaming service, Disney Plus will expand its offerings to consumers by introducing an ad-supported subscription in addition to its option without ads beginning in the U.S. in late 2022 with plans to expand internationally in 2023. So right now, your only option is you pay the full month uh, monthly price or the uh, yearly price For Disney Plus, you get no ads, which is great. Mm -hmm. That's fine. But maybe it's a little pricey for you. Now, if you don't mind sitting through an ad here and there, you can pay what is going
1: to be a lower price and still
0: get all this great Disney content.
1: Right. Yeah. I actually heard the announcement on CNBC. So it was like with the stock market news and stuff and, and how this is really a great you know, it make it's a great decision for the company, but it also then is awesome for the consumer as well. Right. No word on what the
0: price point will be on it. Right. yet, but most expect it to be somewhere around like four ninety nine a mm-hmm. month for the ad focused one. But we'll we'll find out later on. Right. We'll see. Uh, this was a quote from the uh, the press release. It said, "Quote: Expanding access to Disney Plus to a broader audience at a lower price point is a win for everyone: consumers, advertisers, and our storytellers." This from Kareem Daniel, chairman of Disney Media and Entertainment Distribution, he went on to say more consumers will be able to access our amazing content. Advertisers will be able to reach a wider audience, and our storytellers will be able to share their incredible work with more fans and families. End quote. So like you said, it's a it's a win definitely for mm-hmm. the Disney Company, but also for people as well. And look, for the Disney company, the fact that they can now sell Disney Plus to advertisers mm-hmm. is a big deal. I mean, that I mean, it, we've seen Disney Plus's subscription growing maybe it slowed down a little bit from what it was early on but it still was doing better than expectations when they launched that service so there have to be some advertisers that kind of want to get their message out to all these people that you know
1: visit disney plus right yeah actually um one of the things that i had heard is that advertisers were the ones really kind of um promoting that concept to to the disney company feeling like that would be a great way that they could reach um their audience for for ads and that it could be more suited for that audience, you know, like they Mm -hmm. could more target than what they've done on regular cables and stuff like that.
0: Right. So, So, I mean, you know, it's just, it seems like it's a win win for everybody here. It's a win for Disney and the fact that one, they can put out their products for people that may not be able to afford it right now. mm -hmm. Um, they can get these, um, Revenue from these advertisers. The advertisers, meanwhile, get to put in their stuff and get it in front of people right. that they want to in a different way. And for the consumer, yeah, you can have your choice now. You can pay the more and skip right. all the commercials or you can pay a little less and you know
1: and have a commercial here and there but still get all that wonderful Disney content. Right. And to have that influx of, of revenue for the company is to keep good content coming onto yeah. the service. So. so that was great news. I thought that was a, a big thing this week for sure. Most definitely.
0: Most definitely. So uh, moving on to our next story, if you have little ones at home that are big fans of Disney Junior. Well, there's a Disneyland event coming you're going to want to know about for sure and start planning. Because this from the Disney Parks blog, they say, all right, families with young ones, get ready to party. (laughs) The first ever Disney Junior Fun Fest, a one-day event celebrating the entertainment and music-filled stories of the number one preschool television network's hit series, will bring the magic straight to fans at Disney California Adventure Park from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Pacific Time on Friday, April 29th. 2022. That sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. If you had the little ones around that love right. these shows and these characters, right?
1: I think it's brilliant that they're doing this and provide that opportunity. I think, you know, it, it all touches and supports what the company is offering, but it's also something more unique that it's actually addressing the younger audience. I mean, I think there's been a lot, obviously for different type of themed, um, like a food and wine festival or whatever more for adults and things and and to have something focused more on younger kids is really special right i wish they were doing it more than one day i mean i wish they would they
0: have like a week like one day a week for four weeks or something that they were doing this or something along those lines because it it would really open it up for more people. But at least it's a start. They can take a look at it, see how it does, Mm -hmm. how people enjoy it. And then maybe the next year they advance it or maybe they do it more often or something Right, right, yeah.
1: Give them a chance, too, to try something and then get feedback from people of how it went.
0: Right, and there's no extra price on on top of your regular Disneyland ticket for this. And, you know, you have to obviously get a park reservation for Disney California Adventure Park that day, have a ticket for that day. But uh, it does sound really cool. Uh, They went on to say in the story, the one-day event, will include sneak peeks at upcoming Disney Junior Series, special announcements, surprise appearances, a Doc McStuffins stage show highlighting 10 years of the beloved series, plus the Alice and Alice's Wonderland Bakery unbirthday party, a hands-on cupcake decorating course inspired by the new Disney Junior Series. We talked about that a few mm-hmm. weeks ago when right. we were talking about some of these special uh, events, things that are going on in, in uh, that included in the, uh, the Food and Wine. Wine Festival mm-hmm. that we were right. just talking about a little bit ago Uh, they also went on to say it all kicks off in the morning with a cavalcade of beloved Disney Junior characters welcoming fans and making their way through the park throughout the day there will be main stage attractions with fun games trivia and music to keep preschoolers and their families singing and dancing together You can also enjoy regular Disney Junior programming at Disney California Adventure Park, including the Disney Junior Dance Party and the Spidey and his amazing friends photo wall at the Hollywood Backlot. So, yeah, it's so glad. I mean, Disney California Adventure Park has never been really the park for the younger ones, but they've always had that. Well, not always, but as of the last several years, Mm -hmm. they've always had that theater where they had kind of the... Shows that celebrated some of the Disney Junior right. shows. Um, I'm glad that they're, you know, keeping that going That's here right. in this park. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. And giving, you know, giving the kids a little bit more uh, involvement of fun things for them during the day. Yeah. So, more reason to get out to Disney California
0: Adventure Park for sure. Yeah, exactly. Finally, my last story is if you have a Disney cruise on the horizon, well, there's a key change to their COVID policy that you'll need to be aware of mm-hmm. in the future. Um, this is just kind of following suit with what's going on right, right now everywhere that we speak of. Um, this from the Disney Cruise Line blog. He says that on Thursday, Disney Cruise Line announced a change to their onboard mask requirements for sailings departing from the United States Following recently updated guidance from the U.S. Centers for Disease Control, the CDC, and Prevention, uh, Disney Cruise Line will be updating their face mask covering requirements beginning on March 11th. So, from then on, face coverings on Disney Cruise Line ships will become optional in most indoor locations throughout the ships. The Walt Disney Theater being the primary location, will there still be required? So, if you're just, you know, if you have a Disney cruise planned and you're indoors and you don't feel the need to wear a mask, as of March 11th, you will not be required to do so. If you still want to wear a mask, as we would probably do, that's still fine with you. You still can do that. There's nothing wrong with wearing a mask. It is your choice on what you want to
1: do. They are still doing the requirements, though, for people to be vaccinated mm-hmm. to get on the ship, et cetera, and the testing at port. So those those other measures are still in place. Yes, that's still correct. You will still have to be
0: vaccinated to get on board the ship. You will still have to test before you get on board. But once you get on the ship, it was already OK if you're on the outdoor decks mm-hmm. that you could not, you didn't have to wear a mask. Now, indoor, except for, like I said, in the Walt Disney Theater, you will not have to be. There'll be probably a couple other places where you will have to wear a mask, but most locations on the ship now, that is up to your decision. Right, right. Yeah. Um, They do say that guests under five years of age who are currently ineligible to be vaccinated will be required to wear face coverings in youth activity spaces and in the Bibbidi-Bobbidi Boutique. And while not required, they say they continue to strongly recommend these guests wear a face covering in all other indoor locations. And they also say that face coverings may be required in ports of call based on local government requirements, including in some of the areas at Disney Castaway key. Mask should also be worn in the cruise terminal during the boarding and screening process, as well as during disembarkation. So, right. still bring your mask with you. Don't think that you don't won't right. have to bring yes. a mask, or you won't have to wear it at certain points. But uh, Obviously, the requirements are significantly loosened. Exactly. So that's it for the Disney Stories of the Week. However, we never leave you without giving you some sort of tip that might help you on your next vacation. And when we do this, we always start with Michelle. One, because she's wonderful, awesome, all things great in the world. (laughs) She does the best research. You heard it earlier. She has the best lists, but she definitely has the very
1: best tip so let's get to it here is michelle's tip of the week okay my tip this week is going to be very short um because i think we've talked a lot again (laughs) especially when it's come to food we talk a lot but um so if you're staying at a disney resort one of the things that is really helpful is to uh, take a picture of their activity board list. It's usually in the lo- in the lobby or near the lobby, like by the entrance or whatever. Um, because these things do change from month to month, you know, or seasonally. But it's, it's something I think that, not everybody always remembers that there are activities that are offered at the resort for the resort guests i mean some things are you are standard at all of them like you know movies under the stars and things like that but um a lot of times they'll have activities themed with the hotel theme and you want to make sure you take advantage of that
0: yeah you really get a lot of that at the animal kingdom lodge i know they have a lot of uh, interesting things that are involved around animals there that are kind of you know, edutainment right. uh, while you're staying there. Exactly. That is something you would definitely want to bring, especially if your little ones love animals and want to learn more about them. That's right. a great way to do right.
1: it. Right. And so they do try to have them, you know, like you're saying, that one's themed to animal kingdom. You know, the poly has some mm-hmm. things with luau dancing and, and things like that. So, I mean, take advantage of that. You're in a very special place and you can have a unique experience that doesn't necessarily include going into the parks.
0: Right. That's a great point. And Michelle's tip, always the best <laughs> tip. And this is a really good tip. Um, really. I mean, you know, obviously when, you, when you're at Walt Disney World or even Disneyland, right. when you're at the resorts, you, you do want to go to the parks several times. But take advantage of those things that those resorts offer. You're paying a premium price to stay at those resorts. Right. Um, and they have a lot of great things for you to do there that you can decide that this is for me, this isn't for me, but you know, maybe the days that, you know, I, I'm a little worn out from going to the parks, but I want to entertain the little ones, especially. Yeah. These are w- great ways to do it.
1: Right. And sometimes they're just, you know, they're very short, you know, they don't take a long time or whatever. They could be arts and crafts. And, you know, sometimes it's, it's involving. Um, like at a vacation club resort that has a a community house to have some activities there. But um, you know, I I know that because you're not getting that handout that you used to get like on check-in or in your room or something like that, that you may forget that those things are still being offered and, but you could take a picture of it and have that ready available to you. Very very nice. Thank you. Love it.
0: Great tip. Michelle's tip. Always the best (laughs) tip. Uh, My tip for this week, well, actually, I have two tips for this week, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to start with the real tip. My first tip is just a quick reminder about advanced dining reservations for the Walt Disney World Resort. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes we need to have a refresher on that because things have changed a little bit over the years. If you haven't been in a while, um, you may want to know that what's going on with right. it right now um just to let you know they used to be out much more in advance now they are available 60 days before your vacation mm-hmm. for everyone staying there well that's for everyone actually if you're if you have vacation planned you can go book it doesn't matter if you're staying on resort property or not you can book 60 days mm-hmm. out right uh, on these reservations if you're staying at a walt disney world resort uh you can also make that 60 days out from the day you check in. That doesn't mean that you have to actually be in a park that day, the first day you get in. It's just the day that you would check into your resorts. Let's say you're flying in in the late afternoon or evening right. and checking in that night. That does, You can still, as long as your check-in is that date, you can still start making your reservations for your entire vacation as of that point. So if you're trying to get spots for some of the more highly sought after restaurants, what a good plan is and we've gone over this several times in, during our tips mm-hmm. is to make those later on for your vacation since right. you can start making them on the first day of your stay right um and other people may have already made those for the later days in their stay or that's the first day that's opened up for them some of those like space 220 and you know right. be our guest some of the more popular ones may be tougher to find sci-fi dining etc. cetera Oga's cantina so if you can plot those out for later on during your stay, make right. those reservations as soon as they become available, which is 6 a.m. Eastern time. So if you're on the West Coast, it's really tough to get those. Right. But if you're on the East Coast, it's still is tough, 6 a.m. Uh, but, it, but it's a little bit more reasonable time for right. you. Um, start jumping on that as immediately, as soon as you can, g- and get those tough ones first, and then you can start getting some of the other ones that maybe are a little bit easier to establish. Now. If you don't get here, even even that, you may still have trouble getting some of these reservations. Keep an eye out on there. Every once in a while, go back or go back regularly to check on the right. reservations because people's plans change all the time. They're dropping reservations right. regularly. So if you can keep an eye on it, you never know when that restaurant might be available, especially as you get really, really close to it, like within a day of it. right? Because uh, when people realize that they're going to actually have to pay if they can't make right. it, um, then their, changes, their, right. their plans change significantly. That's when they start dumping a lot of those reservations. And if you still don't get in then, try checking in through the My Disney Experience app. They have a lot of standby lists available, right. especially early in the day, that you can check in there. And if there a spot becomes available for you, they will call you right. and you can go. And, so, and, and worst comes to worst, it can't hurt to go up actually to the restaurant itself and ask and see if there's anything available or if they'll put your name on a list there as right. well. Right, Right, especially earlier in the day. Yes, um, and check back. Sometimes things open up. You know, they may say that their check-in is closed. You know, right. but every once in a while things will open up again. So check True. back from time to time. It can't hurt. Now for my second tip, and this is only because I've been being badgered by these guys that they want me to mention them. We have not been mentioning them enough during our show. And so I'm going to go ahead and appease them for one time this time. And that is that you should go and listen to the Conversations podcast, <laughs> Pat and Charles. Yeah, 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 They have a podcast? They have a, I'm not even sure <laughs> if they know it from time to time, but every once in a while I do stumble across it and it is very, entertaining it is a great Star Wars talk they are a lot of fun they're great guys even when they're badgering me it's still (laughs) fine but they are so needy I just wanted to make sure we get their name out there But yes the conversation podcast no really I, i'm I'm having a lot of fun with them right. because they're good friends of ours but really they have a great show uh if you love star wars or if you just love having a good time and laughing a lot um they have a really really fun show i know you agree because it's one of your favorite podcasts it is
1: one of my favorite podcasts it you know like if there's only one podcast i can listen to in a week that would be the one that yeah. i would pick um over ours especially i know it's so true <laughs> Well, they're really funny. They are, and they're, <laughs> they're really great. They're, great. they're they're really good guys. Yeah. yeah, and they do a great, great show. Um, love their shows, and um, it it always is to me very eye opening. Like things that I didn't think I would even. Be interested in or care about like h- how detailed some things are and like wow that enriches the show that uh, the movies or the the series that much more knowing that information yeah, so.
0: So, so definitely check them out the Conversations podcast uh all star wars talk uh, a lot of fun great entertainment fun guys and there you go guys all okay? right leave me alone <laughs> <laughs> i got it out there for you just kidding love you guys
1: i know i did i did um Tell them we need to figure out a time to get them back on our show because they're really...
0: Yeah. We, 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 yeah, we always have fun. We, you, you've probably heard them on our show. They're, they're, they're a good time for sure. Yes. So definitely check them out. That's it for this week. Uh, next week. Well, we're going to be looking at Disneyland through the eyes of someone who hasn't been in mm-hmm. quite a long time. You know, there's been a lot of differences, a lot of changes and actual new lands. added, right. And of course COVID policies and have changed right. and everything. So, Uh, We're going to be finding out more from this person as to what they experienced when they got to visit Disneyland again for the first time in forever. Yes.
1: Now, it's great. And it's great to be able to finally um, get the uh, schedules up so that we could be able to do this interview. And I think people will be really happy you know, just to get another perspective. I mean, I think we always talk about it because we go more frequently to things that, you know, we're talking as things open up, et cetera. But to to hear an experience from somebody who hasn't been in a while, I think it's going to be great.
0: It's also always cool to see, you know, The Disneyland and the Disney parks in general through the eyes of a younger person is a younger person. And so just to see what they take in, because, you know, obviously, Mm. you know, we see things in a different way. We're adults. We've seen things through adult eyes. Mm -hmm. So, you know, sometimes the wonder of it all that's taken in by a younger person is always cool. It's a cool perspective to check out from time to time. For sure. so so that's gonna be a lot of fun next week and we're looking forward to that uh we appreciate that you joined us today in the future you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts however the very best place to find us is on our own website Podcast.com.
1: and while you're there don't forget you can sign up for the newsletter
0: please sign up for the newsletter just another great way to be involved in the hyperion adventures podcast world another excellent way is to follow us on social media we're on twitter at hyperion podcast facebook instagram and pinterest at hyperion adventures podcast if you are on facebook come on over and Join us for some good, positive Disney energy fun on our Hyperion Adventurers Facebook group.
1: Yeah, we love the sharing and we love to celebrate with you, mm-hmm.
0: so. A lot of fun out there, just for some good, fun energy right. in the world, especially in the world of Facebook, but just in the world in general right now, which I think we all so need. So true. Yeah. Uh, we're also on YouTube. If you want to see any of our videos there, just do a search for Hyperion Adventures Podcast, hit subscribe, and you'll know whenever we have a new one in that location. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, Please hit us up at our Gmail account, Hyperion Adventures Podcast at
1: gmail.com. If you ever have any questions about our episodes or have ideas that you want us to explore some things on, please don't hesitate to contact us. Yeah.
0: Uh, we, even if you just want to say hi. Sure. That's uh, just, we love hearing from you. We love your input, whether it be through the brackets, whether it be on social media, whether it be an email account, whatever. We just love being in contact with you and, and sharing your input. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, so... That's it. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures podcast. We look forward to sharing some time with you again next week. Until that time, I'm Tom. I'm Michelle. And we hope that you have a magical week. Bye.